You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 158. I'm your host, Master Weight Loss Coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I am here to be your coach and your guide to help you end your emotional eating and lose that extra weight. If you just found me, welcome, and if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Here is where we talk about your habit of emotional eating, which is the main focus of all the work I do. This is where coaching meets psychology and psychology meets brain science. And this is where your problem ends. So get comfortable today and get ready to be coached. Before we begin, I want to remind you that this episode of Weight Loss Made Real is brought to you as always by the Freedom Group a monthly membership for smart women just like you who are ready to stop overeating from stress and from habit and are ready to learn how to make more space for more happiness in their life. You can learn more about the Freedom Group in the show notes of this episode. Let's get started with your coaching session. Here's what we're working on today. I want to talk to you about how to get motivated after January 1st. Right now, if you're listening to me in real time, it's the beginning of a fresh new year. So it's natural that you may think about getting yourself motivated to do something different, more of something maybe, or less of something that you wish you were not doing. So right now you're thinking about that new year, what you want to accomplish, and how to get yourself motivated, right? This is natural in the beginning of the year. But what happens after the start of the year? How will you keep going after what you want when your motivation fades away? And it will. Today, we're going to look at all different aspects of motivation, what it is, where it comes from, why it needs refreshing, and how to do that so that you can be prepared when February and March and April and May come and you have things that you want to get done. So what is motivation? Some people think that I am a good motivator, but you know what? Motivation is an inside job because all motivation is, is a feeling. And remember, your feelings will always come from your own thoughts. Motivation is what drives you to do something. It's like a reason. It's an urge to do that thing that you want to do. It's a feeling that leads you to take action or to, in some cases, not take action. There are thoughts that you have and then feelings that will lead you to do what you do. The thoughts and feelings that drive you are what motivation is, and that's what it feels like. It's like inspiration in between what you want to do and then actually doing it. This is what we cover in a whole lesson all about motivation in the Freedom Group after we cover the very beginning basics of eat, think, and love. So today I'm going to give you just a little taste of that. Looking at what someone else is doing or hearing what they're saying might inspire you, but that is always because you're interpreting what's going on and then those thoughts create a motivating feeling for you. 
So we're in the beginning of the year. We're here together. A lot of you are making resolutions, right? Things that you want to do by a certain time, things that are measurable, goals. We look at the new year as a time of a beautiful blank slate. You feel like you can do anything you want. And now is a time when you allow yourself to have hope, right? You feel optimistic. You think this is that fresh start. And it is. It is only because we think it is. We can have a fresh start on a Thursday in July, but we all tend to think of January 1st as a fresh start. And for the resolutions that you're making, the changes that you want to make, you want to feel motivated to get yourself to do different things than you did before. When you're thinking about your goals and your future, your thoughts about that vision start to generate excitement for you. And you know what? That's exactly what you need to get yourself to take next steps, to make plans, to make that promise to yourself, and of course, to take action. The stage in goal setting in the very beginning and getting that motivation going, it feels good. It feels optimistic. And as I said, hopeful and exciting can also think of it as that honeymoon stage, the very, very beginning, when it all looks good and it all feels good. What usually happens when you think about what you want and you start to get inspired and you start to get excited, what usually happens is you run into your old habits. You run into your old habits because they're strong. You've practiced them for a long time. So they begin to be ingrained, right? So when you try to do whatever the new thing is that you're trying to be motivated to do, you're going to feel a strong pull to do the old thing. And that will cause you temporarily to fall down, to make a mistake, because your brain is taking you back to what you've always done. It's not self-sabotage, it's just habit. So even though when you're starting something new, you definitely will feel motivated you still might find yourself doing that old thing. And when you do the old thing, you know it gives you the old results. When you're slipping back into those old habits, what the habitual part of your brain is going to tell you is, oh, it doesn't really matter. Well, that's not true. Or you may think, oh, I just don't care. That's not true either. Or you might think, I just can't do this. And my friend, that is definitely not true. If you hear yourself trying to do this new thing, trying to be motivated, and all of a sudden you get the thought, you know what, I'm going to wait till the beginning of next month or next season or after the weekend or whenever, that is just the part of your brain that just wants to keep you safe and doing the same old thing. These are all examples. I don't care. I can't do this. I'll wait of what your lower brain is going to tell you when you're trying to be motivated to change. As this happens, and sometimes what causes you to fall down is that after a while, what got you excited in the beginning starts to falter. Your motivation starts to get weaker. Have you ever noticed that? Maybe the reasons that you used to create your motivation were too superficial, or maybe you didn't really spend any time thinking about why you felt motivated. You just decided you wanted to do something and you went with it. Maybe the original reasons just don't excite you anymore, even though they did at one time. 
Maybe you think your motivation has to come from someone else, like a role model or a guru, someone who's doing what you want to be doing, right? And you might look up to them and think, you know, they can inspire me. It also could be when your motivation starts to lag that there's a big gap between what you want in the future and where you are now. And if you don't know how to fill that gap, it feels like too much. So your motivation just starts to fade. The reality of where you are now is overshadowing the vision of where you want to go. Or maybe you can't even conjure up a vision of what you want. It's hard to get motivated when you can't envision what you need to work towards, right? How do you get inspired if you can't think about what it will be like when you get there? When that happens, you start to disbelieve that change is possible. So you don't make enough of an effort to push yourself forward. And if you don't pay attention to and understand where motivation comes from, you might assume that what got you excited in the beginning is just going to keep lighting you up. It's natural for motivation to fade. But I know that generally most of the people I work with think that once they feel driven and excited to do something, that's all they need. But it's not true. You may also think that you should see results right away. So when they don't come right away, your tendency is to give up, become stagnant, and get demotivated. The reason that we need to explore what your motivation is and how you create it and learn to refresh it is that motivation is really made up of just a bunch of thoughts that make you feel like doing that thing you want to do. So if you don't direct your attention to those thoughts and review them and create daydreams about them, your thoughts will drift to other things. I mean, think about how distractible we all are. We have 60,000 plus thoughts that move through our mind every day. So you have to make an effort to keep the things that motivate you on the front burner of your mind. And there could be different ways you do that, that keep you thinking about what you want most. You could set reminders or alerts, have things that you read that are inspiring, things you listen to, some writing that you could do, all kinds of things that support what you want. But you may think, you know, that's a lot of trouble. I don't really want to do that. I just want to feel motivated. But if you don't make an effort to build on the motivation that you have when you first want to do something, you will be distracted. You will be unfocused. You've probably heard the expression, she did that with laser focus. That means that to get what you want, to take those actions that you wish you could take, you need to eliminate distractions so your mind could focus on what you choose, not just whatever comes in front of you. What you choose are those things that will inspire you to move forward. All right, so how do you create this motivation that inspires you and makes you want to do what you want to do? Let's face it, if you could get the formula to get yourself to do what you want to do, you'd be thrilled, right? Well, the emotion of motivation of that inspired feeling is what drives you to keep moving forward, to take those actions that you want to take or the things that you're trying to not do. That's what we've got to get to. 
So first, back up a little bit. You need to figure out what you really want, exactly what you want, and you need to know why you want it, and you need to be comfortable with your reasons for wanting that thing. I want you to write it down. I'm big on this because writing it down engages that part of your brain that helps you do new things. It gives you clarity instead of a bunch of ideas swirling around in your mind. Why do you want this thing? What's the feeling you think it will give you? Does that feel good? It's really important to notice if you have any part of a desperate feeling. You may think, oh, I really want that thing, but I don't just want it. I desperately need it. But desperation feels, well, kind of desperate. And if your feelings drive your actions, do you really want to act based on the feeling of desperation? I'm going to answer for you because I suspect that we're a lot alike. I know I don't want to force myself desperately to do anything. I know I'd like to feel gently pulled toward what I want in a strong but peaceful way. When I feel desperate, I overdo and then I just shut down. Is that something that you relate to? So you're going to decide what you want. You're going to figure out why you want it. I want you to like the feeling, all the feelings that thinking about all of this creates. And remember, no desperation in there. Your reason has to really resonate with you and it has to feel meaningful. It cannot only be superficial like, hey, I just desperately want to be a size eight. Being a size eight can be great if it's right for you, if you have a good reason why that's a good goal for you. You know yourself best. Once you're clear on what you want and why you want it, that why is what you'll use to pull yourself toward what you want. That is your inspiration. That is your why that drives you to do what it takes. So you're going to figure it out and then you need to look at that motivation, that reason, that why. You've got to look at it often because your brain too easily loses focus for all of us. And you have to intentionally keep pulling yourself back to center, back to your why, so that you can feel motivated and do the things you want to do. So notice that one of the key things you're hearing from me right now today is that motivation is an inside job. But one of the other things I want you to take away is that you will have to refresh your motivation. It won't last forever. So periodically, at least once a month, you're going to have to review your why, your reason to do your thing and see if it still generates excitement in you. If you feel like you're reading it and it just becomes flat, like background noise that you don't really notice, that means it's time to refresh, to revisit your why. Revisit why doing this thing that you wanted to do, why is it even important to you? What will you gain? And also realistically look at what it will cost you. Know why it feels worth it or not. And if you're not sure it's worth it, then you need to stop. Is it really something that you still want to do? Or is it time to let go of it? Now, this does not mean that you set a goal, you get all excited about it, and then when your initial honeymoon stage excitement fades, you quit. That is not what I'm saying. It means that you might have to do some work to stay excited, 
to stay focused, to keep finding reasons why you should do this thing. That's your job. Be careful not to let your lower brain, that part of your brain that deals with habits, talk you out of doing what you're trying to do. Are you tired? Are you maybe needing a break? This is different than thinking that you're just on the wrong path and you should quit. This just may mean that you need to consciously take a pause and get refreshed and then move ahead. We are not talking about giving up. You should be able, when you're writing down what you want, to clearly say, I want blank because I want to feel blank when I do it or when I get there. And when you figure out that sentence, if it still feels good, then you just need to keep looking for another thought about it that's going to excite you enough to keep moving on. I have a couple more little thoughts for you about making sure that your motivation's working for you. Make sure what you're working on is big enough to excite you, but day by day, small enough to do and get results. If each step is really, really big, you'll be overwhelmed before you start and you won't feel like you're ever getting anywhere. I also want you to remember to make your drive toward what you want, feel good while you're on the journey. In other words, you might ask yourself, how can you make that weight loss journey feel good even while you're working on it versus that old way of thinking, oh, I'll reward myself and I'll feel good once I'm at my goal. To be and stay motivated, you can't be forcing yourself to do something painful or really unpleasant the whole way there. When you're doing something new, there's going to be discomfort, right? That's why they call reaching for goals, moving out of your comfort zone. But it can't feel awful and painful the whole way through. What are you working on right now? Is it your weight? Is it your eating habits? Is it learning to really care for yourself in a deeper way? And that, by the way, is what I'm going to focus on this year for me. If you still want that thing, you just need to find a thought about it that inspires you. Remember, motivation is your own internal inspiration. It's what drives your dream and it's personal to you. I'd love to hear from you and hear what your dream is and what your motivation is. Drop me a quick email. There's a link in the show notes and share that with me. Tell me if it's okay to mention it on this show. We don't have to use names. In the meantime, think about how you'll remember your motivation. What will you do that will keep this on that front burner of your brain for you? Are there notes that you want to have in front of you? Are there things you need to put in your calendar? Reminders that you set on your phone? Sticky notes on your computer screen, put your why where you can see it. All right, my friends, I want to hear about your motivation because that's what's going to drive you to do what you want and get what you want this year. That's it for this subject in our coaching session today. You know what you're going to stay focused on, your motivation. And you know what action step you're going to take this week. You're going to write it out. Thank you for choosing to be here and make listening to these short coaching sessions a part of your day. If you want to connect with me on a deeper level, I want to invite you to join me in my free Facebook group where we talk about the podcast and I help you take these action steps that we talk about here each week. 
The link to the group is also in the show notes, or you can just go to Facebook to the Weight Loss Made Real group. Same name as this podcast. I hope to see you back here next week where we will continue to work on both your emotional eating and the general overeating step-by-step until they both become something that you used to do because we both know that's the ultimate goal, right? So for now, this is your Coach Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real just like you. And I will see you next week.